0: Welcome to Unpacked Shorts, where we interrogate Peter Franklin, who looks after our Unpacked column about something he's written recently. I'm Katie Harrison. I write for Unheard regularly about religion. I'm joined by Tim Montgomery, editor of Unheard site, Peter. This is fascinating. You have been uh, educating us all about food production and food exports around the world. America, unsurprisingly, is the world's biggest exporter of food. So which is the second quiz time?
1: Well, you might expect that it's a country with vast tracts of fertile lands and um, a long growing season, so somewhere like Brazil, perhaps, or China. Um, Canada. Canada.
0: <laughs> well, big countries. Not big so countries. good on a long growing season, but certainly
1: a lot of. Okay, I'll, sh- wheat I'll, beans. I'll shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite a lot. us out of our guess. misery,
0: Peter? Come on. In fact,
1: it's somewhere much smaller, much colder, much darker the Netherlands wow, no well that <laughs> yes.
0: everybody must write that down for reference in the next pub quiz I'm sure it's going to come up well to be
1: fair there was a bit of a clue on the <laughs> actual website where we had a nice picture of tulip lovely, fields with a, a windmill when it's spring again I'll bring again tulips from Amsterdam this is the
0: problem when Tim isn't actually leading the podcast Yes, he just has to get in somehow so um, the Netherlands I seem to recall from being quite rubbish at geography at school though has always been A bit of a leader in innovative food production, land reclamation, that sort of thing. Is this part of an ongoing story in the Netherlands of being ahead of the curve with food?
1: Absolutely it is. And um, they have something called WUR, which apparently is the world's foremost agricultural research institute. Wow. And um, they have been helping their farmers go to the next generation of technologies and so um, this is all based by the way on a fantastic report in National Geographic Mm -hmm. by Frank Viviano and he visited the Netherlands he went to the rather unpromising location of a Dutch potato field but saw this amazing technology being used there was one drone flying through the air
0: drone
1: drone yes the other one was a ground-based sort of automated tractor thing and they were sort of feeding through information that allowed precision applications of fertiliser and water and these things um, that um, boost production but just as crucially minimises the use of inputs right so that's what productivity it's more output for less inputs.
0: Well exactly and I think that's what we've learned agriculture isn't it over the years in lots of different places that you can intensively farm somewhere but actually you do more damage perhaps you know your loss is greater long term than the short term gain so how are they mitigating against that here?
1: Well one way for instance is just to make sure that you apply chemicals only where they're needed and not sort of sprayed everywhere. I mean if you think about it, a crop duster or something like that, that has to be a completely wasteful way of using these things. Um, Another way is um, uh, the Netherlands has vast areas under glass, all those sort of tomatoes that you magically appear in the middle of winter. um, It's from places like that and instead of using lots of chemicals to control all the bugs that would very happily thrive under these conditions. They find other bugs that eat the bad bugs and that's a much sort of greener way. So stimulating the ecosystem. Yes. To.
0: So tell us why that's so important though, why do we suddenly need so much more food?
1: Well. Because of population growth, um, you know we will be 10 billion people by the end of the century. Wow. Um, they need to be fed, uh, and there's an incredible statistic um, from, I believe, one of the people at this institute, and um, well, first of all, the Dutch rallying cry um, on this is to produce twice as much food using half as many resources, or to put it another way, um, the planet must produce more food in the next four decades than all farmers in history have harvested over the past 8,000 wow. years. <laughs> now, I haven't done the maths on this to check it out, but clearly the challenge before us is great. Because it's not just more people in the world, it's the things they eat, yeah. right? As people get richer around the world, they want to eat more meat. Yes. That meat has to be fed and it's, you need more sort of, as you go up the food chain, you need a bigger sort of uh, number of calories. You've got to feed the cows before you can feed the people on the cows. Mm-hmm. And that means an awful lot of inputs going in. Um, so we need to be more efficient. We like cows that are unhurt. Of course we do, yes. But only some of us refuse to eat them, but that's another matter. Um, Um. You you mentioned the Netherlands uh, very powerfully as an example of a a small country that is at the forefront of agricultural technology. Um, Israel is another one, isn't it? Israel, partly for reasons of the scarcity of water in the Middle East, and also its worry about not having to depend upon anyone else Mm. for, for, for food. And They have also shown, in slightly different ways, I think, to the Netherlands, just how much you can produce if you invest in tech. That's right. Both are real stories of optimism, really, of human ingenuity, meeting the population challenge you described. Yes, and we don't have to do it in a crude way that sort of subjugates Mother Nature. We can act in a much smarter way, technologically informed way, to work with her, and that's Really, the only way forward that's going to be sustainable. Well, we can't. We don't. We don't need to go back to the Earth and abandon technology, but neither can we carry on using antibiotics and herbicides and all of these other environmentally problematic um, inputs in as careless a way that we have so far. Because sooner or later, you know, we're going to see collapses of the ecosystems we depend on and in
0: some areas we already have so a more sophisticated use of technology for greater efficiency in future That's right. and
1: sustainability
0: great thank you very much and thank you for listening uh, don't forget to share on social media unpack shorts from today and rate it on your usual podcast provider so that other people can find it too thank you